0: In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. In the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. Now and forevermore, Amen. Beloved brethren, you're welcome to the second episode of the New Kingdom podcast. And today we're going to be talking about Stop Gazing into the Sky. Beloved brethren, there is a Bible portion that has confused the entire world for so many years. Notwithstanding our apparent understanding of the English language, It is obvious that we clearly do not understand things of the Spirit. And that's not a surprise because when you're dealing with things of the Spirit, you do not interpret them with humanly knowledge. You do not interpret them with carnal knowledge. There is a song in Brotherhood of the Cross and Star that says, It's the carnal eyes that can never see God. The carnal eyes can never ever know God. God. The carnal eyes can never see God. The carnal eyes can never know God. Beloved brethren, this is very true. And the Bible in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, verse 11, when our Lord Jesus Christ was ascending into the sky, what did the angels tell the people that were standing and staring? The angels said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven that is from acts of the apostles chapter 1 verse 11 the entire world has confused this to mean that he's coming back again with clouds and all that dramatic exit he's not coming back in the same grand way that he exited the world for anybody to come into this world, he or she must be born of a woman. Even God knows that he, as great as he is, is not exempt from this. If he was exempt from this, then our Lord Jesus Christ would not have passed through the womb of a woman. Because he is the Son of God and God himself, he could have easily just come into the world in a different fashion Other than what we're used to. But because he is not above his law. He is not above the things that he constituted. Giving birth is something that God ordained. And so therefore everybody that comes into the world has to come in that form. If our Lord Jesus Christ was born the first time that he came into the world what do you think is going to happen the second time he's coming into the world? He's not going to fall from the sky. He's not going to crash land as the entire world thinks. He's not going to come in that sci-fi manner that everybody is expecting. He is going to come through the womb of a woman. It's really surprising that despite the fact that we think we understand so much English, People have not been able to interpret that portion of the Bible, and it is the most confusing portion of the Bible till date. Why do you stand gazing up into heaven? I pose that same question to you today. You who are still looking up at the sky for our Lord Jesus Christ to descend. You who are still looking up into the sky, waiting for those clouds and the trumpets, and the cymbals, and all the instruments. Why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him going to heaven. Like manner means in the same form as a human being. He's going to come bearing flesh and blood just like us. He's going to have a face, skin, hair, feet, and hands like us. He's going to come back in that same manner that he was seen the last time he came into the world. And because you know that the mission of our Lord Jesus Christ at any time he comes into the world is to teach us, to lead us to God's ways, He has to come in that form where we can see him, feel him, touch him, and recognize him. If anything, by reading the Bible, we all are meant to learn the attributes of what a godly person should look like, of what our Lord Jesus Christ was and is, so that at his second coming, we will be able to recognize him. Because he's so distinct, he's so different from everybody else. He's so unlike anybody we've ever seen, or known, or learned from. And so, by reading the Bible, what I believe everybody should know is learn those attributes that characterize the Spirit, learn those attributes that show you that somebody is a child of God and God Himself. Because right now, He's here on earth, but very few people know him. A lot of people, if you tell them, they won't believe you. But how won't you believe when you already have the Bible that chronicles what our Lord Jesus Christ did and who he is? Therefore, by knowing your father, you should be able to recognize him from the crowd at every and any point in time. You will not refrain to buy an iPhone or a Samsung just because you've been hearing that Samsung phones were blowing up. You would get one in the hopes that yours would be different. Matter of fact, you will painstakingly look for a phone that will serve you. How much more finding your Lord and Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, out of all the rubble that exists in the world, by knowing him, by knowing his character, by learning his words, you should be able to tell him apart from everybody else. People say, oh, there are so many fake prophets. Yes, there are as many fake prophets as there are defective cars. But you and I still buy phones and cars. Why? Why? because we are able to narrow down and find what is the best for us. It is time for you to go in search of your Lord and Savior. You should be able to recognize him and tell him apart. He is as clear as day. When you see him, you will know him. When you have the Spirit of God in you, you will be able to tell him apart from everything else. And so, The carnal eyes can never see God. It is time for you to see God. But if you feel like you don't see him, then you know that you are not yet operating in the spirit, that you are still in the flesh. And as long as you are in the flesh, you cannot see or behold what is in the spirit world. You cannot see or appreciate or believe what goes on in the spiritual realm. And don't be afraid of this word spirit because our Lord Jesus Christ said that his father requires people that serve him in spirit and in truth. That is the time we're in right now. This is the time where the true worshipers of God must worship him in spirit and in truth. For the father seeks such as those to worship him. And so beloved brethren, do not be in the flesh any longer. Do not operate from the flesh. You have to be in the Spirit at all times. And to conclude, remember the Beatitudes. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Beloved brethren, this is straight out of the book of life. We are supposed to see God face to face. We are supposed to see our Father our king, our maker, face to face. If your heart is not pure, you can never see God. If your heart is not pure, God can be right in front of you as he is now, but you will never ever see him. That is because God does not mix with the things of the flesh. God does not mix with the desires of the world. God turns away from that which pleases the world. And so, if you want to turn your heart to him, you must first flee from the world. You must abhor the world. You must hate all that is in the world. You must completely dissociate from the world. That is the only time you will have peace. Peace not as the world gives, but peace as God, Maker, gives. So beloved brethren, do not stare at the sky any longer. He's right here with us. He's right in you and I. All we need to do is make our path straight. Cleanse our hearts. Cleanse his dwelling place so that he can come in and dwell with us. Beloved brethren, it has been a pleasure sharing with you the words from our Father. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Until next week, remain blessed. Thank you.